this morning because I and you may be a victim of this too but I woke up this morning I was getting ready phone works fine I was on my way to work next thing I know my phone's not working anymore I was gonna let you know that I was going to pick up some breakfast for us since you were complaining yesterday about not having breakfast starving so I was running a little late I didn't want you to be worried and then I realized at the top of my phone it says SOS Save our ships. No service. And I start freaking out because this has happened to me once before, but it was the SIM card had gone bad and it's all digital SIMs now. So I was like, how are they going to fix this? I start panicking. And I used to work as a customer representative for a cell phone company. So I start doing all the troubleshooting. I'm wasting all this time this morning, resetting my network settings, getting updates that I was too scared to push the button on. I was like, I'm going to fix this. Yeah. And then I look at my Facebook page and I realize. I'm not the only one that it's like a nationwide outage affecting T-Mobile, Verizon, and AT&T customers. Boy, that's tough. I know. But, like, it freaks you out. Like, I didn't like being on the roads at 4.35 a.m. this morning with no service. I was like, this is bad. Like, what if something happens? I was panicked the whole time. I could not calm myself down. Did anything feel nostalgic about it? Like, oh, this must have been what it was like driving in the 90s. No, because, like, by the time I had a driver's license, I didn't have a smartphone by any means. But I had one of those Nokia brick phones that were invincible. I never dealt with no service with that thing. You could put that thing in the microwave and it would still work. Was that your first cell phone, that a was, Nokia? My, oh, yeah. Mine was the LG Shine. Do you <gasps> was remember that? Was that one of those flips? Was that one of the first flips? Oh, no, that no, was the it one was that's... No, a slide. Oh, you were so cool then. But I had like a sil- I had the silver one and it looked like a mirror. The screen looked like a mirror yeah. whenever it was closed so you could like see yourself and then flip it open and it's like, boom, I can text, I can call, and that's it. That's so cool. Maybe play solitaire. I think I could play solitaire on it. Oh, yeah. I couldn't do anything cool with my Nokia other than it had the best ringtones. Nobody has ever topped the Nokia ringtones. Well, if you are up with us and want to text and your phone isn't displaying an SOS, we're available, 601-995-1017. You could also call that number and let us know what you're up to this morning while you're up already. Yesterday, Joe had texted us looking for Pharrell Happy for the Why Not song of the day. And whenever I saw the text, I had already hit the button on Oasis Wonderwall. So it was too late. So I promised Joe we would play Happy to start the show today. Oh, good morning, Joe. Here we go. It's Y101. Adam and Allison, Y101. It's a real shame. There's a big nationwide cell phone outage happening right now, which it's weird also that it's not affecting me. I think My phone's fine. I think it's because your phone is pre-5G. Uh, I used to get 5G. And no. then whenever I moved here, I didn't have 5G anymore. It's not real 5G, though. Oh. Because, yeah, your phone doesn't accept real 5G. So you think it, I have an older model phone and that's why my phone is still working right now? Yeah, you're still able to pick up like that, that different 
cellular service. Yeah, so yeah. anybody who's on the 5G, it's all messed up for us. Well, I was just saying it's a it's a bummer deal that today is the day that there's this nationwide outage because we have a brand new Y101 app that you can download oh. once your phone gets figured out. Well, as long as you have Wi-Fi, you could download the app and you could listen, but you do need the Wi-Fi. Yeah. So it's kind of a... That's a bummer. It's available in the App Store now, so you can listen to us wherever you go, whenever you go into work. But those old school phones, there were no apps or anything like that. No, there weren't. No apps on my <laughs> LG Shine. No. And then my second phone was a BlackBerry. Oh, man. You yeah. had the cool phones. Yeah, but I was like the low model BlackBerry. Everybody it was telling matter. me. Everybody was telling me, you got to get a smartphone. Get a smartphone. Get a smartphone. And I was like, well, I don't think I'm cool enough for an iPhone, so better get a BlackBerry. Oh, wow. Yeah, It was no. like the tail end of BlackBerry, I think, being a thing. It doesn't matter. That's still cool. I never had a BlackBerry. The only cool kid phone that I got was the Motorola Razor, and I felt so cool having uh, it. Jerry asked if we remember the sidekick. Did you know anybody with a sidekick? I There were a few, because I think that was T-Mobile exclusive, or at least for a little while, I think, just like how iPhone was AT&T exclusive, but like that was the cool kids had that phone where it would swivel up yeah. oh that was so neat i was like let's switch to t-mobile i want the cool phone he said the thing that phone could do would shock you did, what did it do i think just the swivel effect was that it was i that think the so only because cool at thing? that time that was like whoa uh, mind blown jennifer also texted us saying that she had the original nokia as well yeah, it was it was a great phone. It was indestructible. It served its purpose very, very well. Um, that was like I, I feel like that had like a really iconic ringtone. Yeah. That was that the But they had a lot of like like I said, the Nokia, like nobody's topped the Nokia ringtones for me. Hey, it's Adam and Allison. Is your phone working this morning? Hello? Maybe it's not. Oh, hello. Oh, hey. hello. <laughs> hello. Is this Jerry? You had you had me questioning, and I was like, oh, no, it might not be. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, what could the uh, sidekick do that would blow our minds? If you had a ringtone, and I told you that I would like that ringtone, we would share it via Bluetooth. Wow. Wait, they have Bluetooth could, back then? I, I didn't know this. I could collect any photo or video or sound bite from your phone that I wanted without your permission. Jerry, that's creepy. I don't like this. What kind Forget of photos it. were you able to pirate off some poor, young, unsuspecting lady? Well, if you go to www.imnotsupposedtohavethese.com, you can see it. <laughs> Adam and Allison on Y101. Happy National Walk Your Dog Day. Y101, Adam and Allison. Yay! You get to walk your dog today. I'll I'll take Celia on a nice long walk today. You think he'll like that? He yeah, he's been liking them more because I've been making them do making him do them more. Okay. Yeah. You've been walking him more. Now, if Celia ever got a backyard, would you still take him on walks or would you just let him out the back door and let him go do his business, wander around the backyard? Both. Like I would no longer do a walk first thing in the morning like I do now. Mm -hmm. I would just let him out in the backyard because ain't nobody got time for that. But like I love going on a walk, especially the last few days here. It's been so beautiful. It feels wrong not to use that so like i would take him on a walk so i was reading about walking your dog this morning and apparently 
it's not good for them to not go on walks. Yeah. They get bored in the backyard. There are no new smells for them to check out, so they have to keep going on walks so they can keep seeing things. Also, do you allow him to sniff like pretty much as long as he wants? Uh, no, because I'm also on a walk, and I need to keep my heart rate up. I need to get my steps in, so he's not stopping a lot. Well, they say that that's very rude to do to your dog. It's like if you were to go to an art museum and somebody was hurrying you along. This is <laughs> their moment to explore. No, I disagree with that because I've heard that it's really good for do- like Just like it's good for humans to do things that are mentally tough for them, like yeah. going to the gym is good for you. Same thing true for dogs. It's good for them to do exercise that they don't really want to do, but they start to look forward to it. Uh, it's also National Margarita Day today. Oh. $5 margaritas at Chili's. No. I plan on spending at least $25 on margaritas at Chili's today. Uh, I would totally go and like ask for a, a virgin margarita, but then I would feel like I was getting ripped off. Even for $5, that feels way too much for a non-alcoholic margarita. It's also National Chili Day today. Oh, well, Chili's, Chili's should totally capitalize on that. That's hilarious. Do they have chili at Chili's? I don't know that they do. I never order chili at a restaurant. I never really order soup at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless they have French onion soup with the melted cheese and the croutons on it, I will order that. What if they have bread bowls? Uh, oh, bread bowls. That's another game changer when it comes to soup. <laughs> I figured you'd be a fan of the bread bowl. <laughs> I am. I am big time fan of the bread bowl. Um but uh, back to chili, what do you think Americans' favorite way to eat chili is? Uh, no beans? Uh, no, in a bowl. Oh, in a bowl, okay. <laughs> 52%, which that was surprising. Who's eating chili off a plate? What kind of animal gets a plate to no, pour there, chili on? There are a bunch of other options, like on a hot dog. That was the second oh. most common response. And to me, a chili dog is way better than just a plain bowl of chili. Mm, but chili dogs don't respect chili. Um, What? Chili dogs do not respect chili. You're not getting the full flavor profile and and meatiness of a chili on a chili dog. Uh, Some other popular responses for favorite ways to eat chili (laughs) with cornbread. I know that's very popular. Love a bit of cornbread. Also on spaghetti. That's huge in Cincinnati, Ohio specifically. I literally just got served the most random video on Instagram yesterday of a guy who apparently is going the whole month eating nothing but Skyline chili. And he was like S. Estimating how many calories he's had, and it was obscene. And something else that <laughs> affected me, like I was upset whenever I read this, the favorite toppings on chili, oyster crackers on the list, cheese on the list. Um, all, uh, I, there was some other kind of cracker. Not on the list, though, tortilla chips. I love crumpled up tortilla chips on top of my chili. Mm. And that wasn't even on the list. I couldn't believe it. It bumped me out. <laughs> so I 101, Adam and Allison at 620. Five and Teddy swims. Adam and Allison, Y101 at 628. If you could make one improvement to public restrooms, what would it be? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, most Americans think there needs to be more privacy in public restrooms, and I have to agree. Have you ever gone into a restroom, particularly at like wedding venues, I think is where I've seen this the most often, where each individual stall is almost like its own room? 
walls all the way to the floor, a door that you can't see under. I love that. To me, the the game was changed. Same thing, but it was whenever I went to England the first time because that's how all their bathrooms are. They don't really? have stalls where you can see under. Like it's even at the airport, you go into like a little room, close the door. It's like a full room. You've got a lot of privacy in there. How would you improve if you could change one thing about a public bathroom? What would you do to improve it? 601-995-1017. I think that is a big improvement. People are also complaining about the little gaps. Have you ever accidentally made eye contact with somebody through the little gaps? No. uh, You don't look at the gaps. Like You don't look because you don't want to see things that you're not supposed to see. Sometimes it's an accident or sometimes you don't realize somebody's in there and you're about to walk in and you look and Uh, your eyes meet between this little crack and it's like, ah, sorry, I wasn't trying to sneak a peek. You can't do that. That's horrible. For me, I think the thing that needs to be improved, I think it needs to be standard. No more hand dryers. Yeah, the hand dryers, they just, you never get a full dry. You never get a full dry. The other thing, I like to use my used paper towel to open up the door because I know not everybody is washing their hands after they go to a public restroom. So I don't like touching the doorknob with my freshly cleaned hands. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Um, yeah, I feel like another improvement, at least for the ladies. But the men, you know what? No, the men need this more than the ladies because they probably don't realize the importance. But every bathroom, every public bathroom should have a full-length mirror. Just so you can triple check that if you're wearing a dress, it didn't accidentally get tucked into your undies. <laughs> you don't have toilet paper hanging down the side of your pants. Stuff like that. Like, you want to make sure, you know, your, your fly zips. Things like that. Like, a full-length mirror is going to give you a real good idea idea like yep you're ready to leave the bathroom now yeah that's one that i can't like agree with like i don't care i i wouldn't what look if at your it flies down uh, i wouldn't look at well it. you I need to check. look at it so you could check so you could be like uh-oh this is a problem yeah yeah i'm pretty good at not having my fly down well congratulations knock on wood <laughs> <laughs> not all of us are that good i i i a lot of times like to check before i open the door but That's awkward, too, because sometimes I will forget to do a quick hand check of my fly before I open the door, and then I'll walk out, like, in the middle of the hand check, so then I meet somebody in the hallway, and it's like, oh, you're grabbing yourself. That's weird. It's like, no, I'm just checking my fly. I get embarrassed, like, every time I leave the bathroom because, like, I'm walking down the hallway, and I always do a quick check to make sure, but then I look up, and I see one of the security cameras, and I'm like, oh, if somebody's watching (laughs) that right now, they're like, what's she doing? Or they know exactly what you're doing. It's like, oh. Oh, Allison's checking her fly, making sure she's not didn't leave the barn door open. Uh, if you could make an improvement to a public bathroom, what would it be? Text or call us 601-995-1017. And Allison in the morning on Y101. Starting the day off with a little potty talk this morning on Y101. We are Adam and Allison. I was reading a story about uh, what people would like to improve about bathrooms. I just want to eliminate the hand dryers. Like, get rid of those. Make sure there are paper towels every single bathroom without fail. I mean, I am with the majorities that the privacy needs to be upgraded. Like, stalls are not sure. for us anymore. <laughs> uh, good morning, Jerry. Jerry's back. And uh, what would you like to, what improvements would you like to make to public bathrooms i would like uh pens or markers why pens or markers in the bathroom well because people are always writing stuff i don't agree with on a bathroom stall <laughs> so you would want to update it yeah i want to change it would you ever leave like an ex's telephone number in a bathroom stall no but i will leave my co-worker's number 
<laughs> Would you be doing it with the intention to help or the intention that maybe they'd get some very hilarious calls? Oh, very hilarious calls. That's what we'll call it. It's funny you bring this up, Jerry, because how many times have we come in to text messages on the text line here at Y101, and it's been from, like, some high school or middle school, or, like, ah, oh, this was written on the bathroom wall at yes. school. Whose number is this? Yes. It's like, oh, it's Y101. If you want to request a song, that's pretty much all that number's good for, man. <laughs> that's hilarious. And actually, I probably shouldn't have even said any of this, because now... Now more schools are going to do it. Don't do that, kid. Like, don't put our number anywhere. It's very bad. It's very bad to deface public property at school. And it's a felony. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> You'll have to go to kid prison. Thank you, Jerry. Appreciate the uh, disclaimer and warning. I think we're now covered legally. Yeah, and uh, warning not to put your ex's phone number on a bathroom yeah, stall also either. Yeah, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't, uh, No numbers on stalls, period. Leave no telephone for, numbers. No graffiti. There you go. No graffiti in general. Coming up next, I want to get into what matters to the Metro and also play you audio from a proposal that everybody's saying is so sweet and so cute and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, hmm. If this was me, I wouldn't really want to go viral for this. But no? that's just me. That's just me. I might keep this to myself. <laughs> Friends and family only, not the whole internet. Tell you what I'm talking about next on Y101. If you're the type of person who enjoys watching proposal videos, I'm curious if you think that this one is super sweet or just kind of cringy. I'm on team cringy. <laughs> okay. But I'm also not all that impressed by proposal videos typically, so maybe I'm not the audience this is intended for. Yeah, that's not really in my algorithm. <laughs> it's why 101, we are Adam and Allison. There's a dude who proposed to his girlfriend. She said yes. They're now engaged. He had to propose to her using an iPad. Okay. They set an iPad up on a stand for her to see it face-to-face so she could FaceTime with her boyfriend at the time because he's in jail serving a 12-year prison sentence. Oh, wow. Uh, listen to this audio. Babe, I cannot do this. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, I cannot do this. <laughs> Babe, I cannot do this. Her mom had to put the ring on because obviously he's behind bars and couldn't do it himself. Do you think, I mean, that's cringy, right? Like, yeah. the fact that this is blown up and going viral and everything and people are like, oh my gosh, so sweet, aw. No, I am a little bit team cringe because it's like, it like none of the elements of a cute proposal really got to be in this proposal. And I do appreciate the effort, but like, it's also like... When is he going to get out? Like, how are they going to get married? I have more questions than I have answers. It's not just like, oh, cute. Also, I had to do some digging on it because it didn't even say, like, what he was in jail for. I had to go to, like, four different stories to figure out what he was in jail for. It's connected to a murder from 2016. Oh, my god! So he's got a while to go in prison if he's serving a 12-year sentence and... 
the crime happened in 2016. He's got a little while before he's going to be able to actually have her walk down the aisle to him. Yeah, I wonder. I'm more curious, like, will she stick around? Like, could you? I don't think I could. Mm, I don't don't think I could love someone enough to be like, you're going to be away for another 10 years. Let's just wait to get married. I don't know, but it's trending today, and I wanted to share (laughs) it with you and the rest of the Metro. Uh, Now, what matters to the Metro, the parents of Gabby Petito settled a lawsuit they filed against the parents of her boyfriend Brian Laundry. If you'll remember this was the story of the boyfriend and girlfriend who were on like some van trip and then Gabby went missing. Turns out she was killed by her boyfriend Brian Landry and then he killed himself <laughs> but the, the reason that Gabby's parents were suing uh, his parents was because his parents like knew what happened or it was likely that they knew what happened and they didn't tell anybody. Yeah, there was a time that they were kind of keeping him safe. Yeah. Um while like the police were looking for Brian. The terms of the settlement are confidential. Locally some good news, I think. Um we've all seen litter on I-55 20 and 220. It's all over the place. Well, now there's going to be an inmate cleanup program that is going to come to Jackson. So inmates are going to be on the side of the road uh, cleaning up litter and it's like a collaborative effort between a bunch of different agencies and I gotta say, Mayor Shokwe Antar Lumumba said something really interesting in one of the news clips I was watching. He was like, not only would we like this program to benefit inmates because it allows them to earn money to pay off fines and whatnot. Also, the homeless community may be able to get in on this program, picking up litter on the side of the road. I thought it was a job well done. Glad to see everybody working together. And finally, Jimmy Kimmel might be leaving late night TV. Have you seen this story? Wow, what a long run. I know, he's been on ABC for the last 20 years. He's got two years left on his contract. And he said, I think this is my final contract. I hate to say it because everyone's laughing at me now. Each time I think that it turns out to not be the case. I found that interesting because Jimmy Kimmel is a radio guy. Mm-hmm. He started in, I think, Tucson, Arizona, and then moved to L.A., and then he got on TV and everything like that. But that whole contract thing is like the oldest radio guy trick in the book to say, ah, I'm not signing another contract like right. early. And right. then management hears it, and it's like, hmm, we need to start figuring things out. There's a show that I, I listened to for the last 10 years, and I've heard him sign his last contract like, three or four times in that amount of time. <laughs> so I don't know. It could just be Jimmy Kimmel trying to squeeze you know, a little extra dollars. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of what I think it is. We will be right back. Adam and Allison on Y101. What does watching TV at night have to do with you waking up in the middle of your sleep to have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> it's Y101, Adam and Allison. I guess somebody out there was curious. It, uh, the su- study was done in China and they found that people who are like late night TV watchers end up getting up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom more often. That's so weird. I wonder why that is. So the only link that they were kind of able to find between those two things are the As you're watching TV, and I know that I'm guilty of this, like I always have to be like drinking something 
So they think that late night TV watchers, if you're just vegging on the couch watching TV, you're also probably drinking either beer or water or anything, really, just some kind of liquid going down the gullet. And that makes you have to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom more than somebody who maybe reads at night and isn't drinking as much water. I wonder if it has anything to do with, too, because I know they say like the blue light is basically to your body. It's like sunlight and our, all of our screens are usually blue light, like TV would be a blue light. So I wonder if that's telling your body there's still sunlight. Hmm. And so your body's thinking like, oh, it's a, it's awake time. And it's thinking like you're going to be able to go to the bathroom like normal. It's not winding you down for sleep. And being like, we should, you know, sh- slow the bladder down a little bit. I want That's a good point. I would think that if that was the case, the researchers, the scientists behind this study would have figured that out. You would hope. But I, <laughs> I don't know. They were just like, oh, I think that people drink more water whenever they're watching TV. So that's why they have to go to the bathroom more. But there's nothing worse than waking up in the middle of the night to have to go to the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because you, you do all the tricks. Like, don't turn too many lights on. I don't yeah. want to wake up too much so I can fall right back asleep but i have to wake up enough to not (laughs) miss the toilet right and if you have like other people in the house that you're not trying to wake it's like i'm trying not to make too much noise and i need to be able to see so i don't trip over the kids toys all kinds of things (laughs) it's hard life is hard man that's why 101 uh, doesn't it just figure the day we get a brand new app is the day there's a massive cell phone outage all over the country (laughs) it's just our luck just our our luck. <laughs> but once you do have Wi-Fi or service back, you can download the all-new Y101 app, or I think it'll automatically update. I was looking at it yesterday whenever I got word that the app was officially done, and I didn't have to re-download it or anything. I think it just updated automatically. But there Look are so you. many cool features on this thing. I'm most excited about the open mic feature, yes. because yes. that way, if you, I mean, even if maybe you're hearing something on the podcast, and it's like, ooh, I have a comment about that. I want to let Adam and Allison know you could send it through that almost as if you're calling us yeah. and we can hear your little voice memo and get your thoughts. And then that way you don't have to send a text and, you know, cross your fingers that somebody will see it. Getting the uh, getting the Y101 app is as easy as opening up the app store, searching Y101, downloading it. Boom, you're good to go. Yes. You can take us with you wherever you go. What do you have coming up in the Good Vibe Story of the Day? The City of Pearl once again doing their Pearl Day concert, and I have some big news. We will get into the Good Vibe Story of the Day next on Y101. 713 on Y101, getting into the good vibe story of the day. We are Adam and Allison. So very exciting news. Every year, the city of Pearl hosts their Pearl Day concert just to kind of celebrate the city of Pearl becoming a thing. This year, it's happening on Saturday, April 7th at Trustmark Park. And it was just announced that the headliner is going to be country star Ashley McBride. But we're also going to see performances from award-winning Rhett Atkins. That's what they released so far so i'm excited to see what other news comes of pearl day uh this is ashley mcbride right here i believe hang on wow celebrating pearl becoming a thing yeah that's awesome um when did you say the concert was uh saturday april 7th 
Fantastic. Uh, if you have good vibes to share with us, we would love to hear them right now at 601-995-1017. That's our phone number. You can call or text us. Let us know what's happening in your life that is making you smile. Can be big or small. Doesn't matter. Give us a call. Let us know. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Y101, it is Adam and Allison at 721-601-995-1017. We've got the Good Vibe Tribe happening now. These are just anything that you're feeling good about, feeling positive. It's making you happy this morning. We want to hear those stories. So anybody who needs an extra little oomph in their day to smile a little bit, that's what this is all about. I got to start my day with a smile because you had recommended that Usher documentary or it was like 10 minutes. I think it was called Shot on an iPhone or something like that. Yeah. Um, about his halftime performance. Watched it this morning. And while I was disappointed he didn't name Sonic Boom of the South by name, they were so highlighted through that. It was just so exciting to see Sonic Boom of the South with Usher once again. That is really cool. My good vibes are are about um, my hometown, kind of. I saw SNL release the promos for this weekend show, and the host of this weekend on SNL is a comedian called uh, named Shane Gillis. Uh-huh. Now he is from like 20 minutes from where I grew up. Oh wow! So I, I mean, we're basically best friends, pretty much. <laughs> like my best friend's brother-in-law's brother is really good friends with the guy hosting SNL no, this weekend. Really? Yeah. No, for real. Really? But again, it's my best friend's brother-in-law's brother. Well, still, like, <laughs> less than six degrees of separation there. Well, yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm, I'm, I can't remember the last time I saw, like, who was going to be on SNL, and I was like, oh, I'm excited for that. And this is one of those weekends where I'm going to stay up on Saturday night, have a couple <laughs> beers, watch SNL, watch my best friend host. That is really exciting. Um, if you haven't heard the news, a lot of people waking up this morning without cell phone service. It's AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. Only some customers, like me, are effective. But we got a text that said, good vibe. My phone is actually working this morning, and I am so jealous. Oh, my gosh. Lauren's leaving for the Bahamas tomorrow. Ah! That's going to be a Amazing. Yeah, send pictures, Lauren. I can't wait to see. And finally, we go to the phones. And Devin, what did you want to share with the Good Vibe Tribe this morning, Devin? Okay, so I wanted to uh, share with the uh, um, past few years, a little bit before the pandemic happened, I uh, I was having a lot of troubles with like communication and uh, realizing I had a I was on the spectrum of autism and. Uh, like really it just took lots of practice to improve and um, eventually things got better. And really I just wanted to share with everybody that you can't really reach the fullness of, of your potential without any setbacks or failures. Devin, I'm so glad you called us this morning. And first of all, that has to be so brave of you to want to call a radio show and share that. Like people, don't want to call and tell us whenever things are all great and everything and like like they're too nervous yeah. to call and share that type of stuff with us so the fact that that you wanted to call and like share a little bit of yourself with us and the rest of the metro that's so cool you should be so proud of that yeah. and you should also be so proud of working on on yes. your things and improving that's awesome man yeah i used to be really <clears throat> part of myself but that's starting to get better too because i mean starting to talk up more and you know everything like that 
though. Thank you so much, Devin. That's awesome that Devin called this morning. That's so inspiring. Like, I don't know how you're not ready to tackle this Thursday after hearing that. Uh, two more quick good vibes from Lauren. My kid's grandfather had quadruple bypass surgery Tuesday after a heart attack, and he's doing so good. Got us in good vibes mode. Love hearing that. And Shonda texted in that her daughter Brianna was just inducted into the RHS Beta Club last night. I was a Beta Club member, so welcome. Really? Welcome to the Beta Club, Brianna. Yeah. What's the Beta Club? Tell me real quick. Uh, I mean, we just... We were very low-key. I don't even really know what it was, to be honest. Well, I was a historian, and I don't know anything. <laughs> congratulations to Brianna in the Beta Club. It is Y101. That is the Good Vibe Tribe. We are out of it. If you owe anybody money, you should keep listening. Because we have cash in a flash, you could win $200 and work off your debt to that person. Next on the show, it's Adam and Allison on Y101. <laughs> Speaking of owing somebody money, or better yet, people owing you money. Ooh. Do you have you Has anybody ever owed you money before? No, I don't loan money. I've never really had the money to loan to well, people. Right. Yeah. And if I if I am, it's spotting them like a couple bucks here and there, and I'm yeah. never gonna ask for that back. Yeah, like that's just I feel like that all comes out in the wash at yeah. that point. But if somebody does owe you money, do you have a go-to way to ask for it back? I found like the most um uh, kindest ways, I guess, to ask for your money back. You could do things like uh send them a direct but polite reminder. You could offer to set up a payment plan for them, but the method that I think that I have always done, like if it's like 50 bucks or something like that, like a big amount, but also not talking hundreds or thousands of dollars, kind of like if you're, it, say it's a friend that you're going out to do something with that friend and maybe get beers or something and they owe you 20 bucks, you just let them know that they can cover the tab and then it'll be all even. That's how I've always done it. But again, it's because I've only ever had somebody owe me like a maybe $20, $50 at the most. Like mm-hmm. it's never been more than that. What I would do today's day and age that I feel like would not be rude. And if your friend did try to point out that it was rude, then they don't want to pay that money back. Is if you have any type of cash app, Venmo, Zelle, whatever it is that you have, send them that link. Be like, hey, here's my cash app link or name or whatever it is and like you could pay me whenever but that's the best way there's another way kind of along those lines but not with the technology but they say to link the repayment to a future event so be like if you spot somebody a hundred bucks or something it's like oh i'll see you next friday at sarah's birthday party you can get me back there yeah, see, I'm feeling like the Cash App is going to be the best way to go because it kind of puts them on the spot. It doesn't really give them a way out unless they were to say, like, oh, I'm not comfortable using that. I'll give you cash. At, but then you have to give, like, an XYZ, yeah. like, this date, this time, I'll have the money. I would say I've seen one of the worst ways to do it online. I'm friends with the guy on Facebook who will... I, I like mean, shame he, people on Facebook? Yeah, he will shame people on Facebook who owe him money. But he only does it whenever he needs money. It's funny. I've seen him before put up a status like, hey, I hate to be this guy, but I, I don't know how I'm going to pay my mortgage this month or whatever. Ooh. If anybody can help me out, you know I'll be good for it soon or whatever. And then if nobody responds, his next Facebook status will be like, if I loaned you a $500 computer that you said you were going to buy from me and you never paid me back for it now's your day whoa yeah exactly so i don't think
think that that's a very good way to go about asking people to repay your money. No, I think Shonda gives the best advice here. She says, never lend money you can't afford to lose. Yeah, that's really good advice from Shonda. Appreciate that. Next on the show, cash in a flash. Win $200. Don't move. Adam and Allison in the morning on Jackson's number one hit music station. Y101. Wilson Kia is now opening their brand Y101, cash in a flash. 60 seconds. 10 questions. $200. Desiree's on her way to school this morning. Where do you go? Hunt Community College for Vet uh, Tech. Oh, nice. Oh, man, so you're going to get to work with all the animals? Yes. That's so cool. Did you grow up wanting to be a vet, or was that like later in life yes. you thought? Um, I wanted to be a vet because of the movie Dr. Doolittle. And um, as I got older, I thought I could, you know, do a lot of the medical stuff. But I worked as a kennel tech and saw it firsthand and realized I could handle it a lot better than I thought. That's awesome. Well, I hope you have a great day at school. And let's uh, start you off with an extra $200. We got 10 questions. If you don't know an answer, say pass, okay? Okay. In three, two, one. According to the CDC, what is the deadliest month? November. True or false, only two MLB teams have never won a World Series. False. Is sporange a real word? Yes. Name the Y101 artist dropping a new single, Drown, on Friday. Pass. Spell bourbon. B-O-U-B-O-N. B-O-U-R-B-O-N. I'm sorry. Mike Myers played an international spy in what movie series? Austin Powers. Orville Redenbacher is a well-known brand of what? Pass. The MMR vaccine is used to prevent measles, mumps, and what? Pass. What is one quarter of 16? What late night TV show host announced he'd likely step away from his show after 20 years at the end of his contract? Pass. Time. Really good performance, Desiree. Uh, Good job being able to go back and get bourbon. We did just pass on a few. Justin Timberlake is the artist dropping new single Drown on Friday. Okay. Uh, Orville Redenbacher is a well-known brand of popcorn. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's early. Who's thinking about popcorn? <laughs> the MMR vaccine is used to prevent measles, mumps, and rubella. Oh, yeah. I never would have guessed that. <laughs> and Jimmy Kimmel is the late night TV host announcing he will probably step away after 20 years at the end of his contract. Oh, wow. And then we just got one wrong, really good guess, but according to the CDC, it's actually January that's the deadliest month. Yeah, I knew it was going to be the cold month. Right? Yeah, February was the second deadliest, and August was the least deadly month. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but we are walking away with $50. Oh, my goodness. Yay. How about that? What are you going to do with the money? Um, Probably... Uh, go towards both clubs or something like that. Very nice, Desiree. Hey, just out of curiosity, what phone provider do you have? I have T-Mobile. 
T-Mobile and you're good to go. Yeah, a lot of T-Mobile people without service and AT&T people like me and Verizon, we don't have service today. Yeah, that's why I went ahead and took the chance. You said everybody didn't have service. I was like, okay, this is my chance. This is my big day. Good for you, Desiree. Thanks for listening. All right, thank you. Cash in a flashback Friday tomorrow morning at this time, so you'll probably want to get caught up and study with the podcast. Text the word pod, P-O-D, to 601-995-1017. You'll get a link to the Out of an Allison podcast. You can also find that wherever you get podcasts. Now, next on the show, we got to do a DM dilemma, and Move Out Moe's got a situation. Have you ever convinced your significant other to make a big move when maybe they didn't really want to make that move? We will get your advice for Move Out Mo next. Hang on. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Tuesdays and Thursdays, we tackle DM dilemmas on the show. It's Adam and Allison on Y101. So if you ever need unbiased advice from maybe somebody who doesn't know you personally, just a random person to give a little advice, the DM dilemma could be perfect for you. Go to our Facebook page and uh, slide into our DMs and let us know what's going on. Just the way Moving Mo did. He writes, hey, A&A, I love my relationship. We're as strong as ever, but this has been bothering me. I'm moving an hour away to be closer to my significant other while still commuting to my current job. We've been together two years, and I'm excited to be closer to her, but it's not an exciting move. Mm. I know she really wants to stay where she's at with her family, but after my new lease is up, I would like to pitch the idea of of her and me moving to Florida. Has anyone else pitched living somewhere new to their homebody significant other? How did y'all go about it? I love her enough to give up a dream of Florida living to be with her. Nothing's perfect, right? Thanks uh, for listening to my story. 601-995-1017. What do you say to moving Mo? All my friends who are in like who are married or serious relationships that have moved away from the hometown, it's always because of one person. Like one person is driving that move and the other person just kind of has to go along with it. Um, And then there's those couples where there's one, like we worked for someone who his wife was like, I am not leaving my hometown. This is where we're going to live if you are going to be with me. So there's always one person who kind of drives that in the relationship. So I would say really think like, is she driving that? Is she going to say, look, I love my hometown. I love being close to my family. You are not going to convince me to move. And then you have to decide like, is where you live more important or who you live with more important? Ah, that's very prolific what you just said Thanks. there, I think. <laughs> but to me, the way that sounded, it sounds like he has already decided that it is more important for him to be there than follow the dream of living in Florida, which to me is respectable. I've never been in a relationship like that. Like it's never, it's never, re- but also I've never really had like the dream of the white picket fence and the wife and kids at home and everything like that like my dream was to do this job and this job a lot of times requires a lot of moving to go from place to place to place so i've never really had to consider what it would be like trying to convince somebody to move to a new place but i would say both of us going into new relationships we would have to look for somebody who we're allowed to be the driver of where we move because you're 100 right like this job requires you to move and somebody has to be down with that somebody has to be like okay we're picking up and going to this city 
city now. It, yeah. It's a lot like, you know, military families. Like, you just got to be committed to moving around a lot. I've, I always used to say, like, I need to find myself a nurse or a teacher because they can kind of move wherever. They can have jobs everywhere. The issue is nurses are around sick people all day. Teachers are around sick kids all day. <laughs> You're overthinking this. A lot of sickness with nurses oh and teachers. Oh 601-995-1017. Moving Mo is looking for tips to try to convince his girlfriend to eventually move to Florida with yeah. him. What would you tell Moving Mo? Is there anything that could convince you to move to a brand new state with your significant other? If there is something... Little advice for moving Mo 601 995 1017 is our phone number. You can call or text us. It's Y101. Adam and Allison on Y101 at 804 doing a DM dilemma this morning about moving Mo. He is about to make a move closer to his girlfriend. I think it's like an hour away from where he's at now, but he still gets to keep his current job. He's just going to be closer to his girlfriend. Now, at the end of that lease of his new place, he wants to make a bigger move out of state, wants to go to Florida. Yeah, who doesn't? Um, <laughs> but the girlfriend is definitely the type of person who likes being in her hometown, likes being close to her family, and he wants to know what tips and tricks he can use to try to convince her that moving to Florida would really be great for both of them. 601-995-1017. I think you kind of have to go into it kind of... You know, think of all the things that she will benefit from from moving to Florida, you know, if if you can. Yeah, I just I think that's tough because I think sometimes there's different lifestyles there where somebody wants to travel and see the world and other people are like more interested in being close to home. Hey, Olivia, what would you tell moving Mo to do in this situation? Yeah, um, I would tell him first off to make maybe a list of all the things that they'll be able to do in Florida. Mm hmm. And I would also maybe make a list of some different ways that, or activities that they can do where they can meet new people and um, also just let her know, hey, like, we're going to move home often. Yeah. Or not move home, but, like, we'll visit. Like, this isn't real. We'll never come back because I actually moved from Memphis to here. Um, my family is back home, and uh -huh. I'm actually – I visit a lot. Um, and I never thought it would be nice being away from family, but it, it can be. I think just letting her know, like, hey, I've, I've thought about this, and I've thought about how we can build a life there. Not just a Aww. job, but the different fun things we'll do and how we'll make new friends, because as an adult, that's so hard. Yes. Olivia, did you move here following a, a, a guy, somebody you were in a relationship with? Actually, I, I did. My husband, um, he had a job here, and he was making adult money, so I applied to grad school here. Um, and it was the only place I applied, which thankfully I got in, and we've been here ever since. That's, oh, that's awesome. I am glad that that worked out for you, that that move. Was that pitch difficult whenever you were thinking, like, uh, I'm going to have to move far away from my family? Not really, but I never saw myself really living in Jackson. Um, and it was just one of those things, like, I had to really think about it because if I didn't get into the grad school here, where right. you know, where, where can I go? What can I do? Um, so it was a lot of just, okay, is this really what I want? And essentially, like, can I see a future, not just with him, but here? Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for taking a second. That's uh, some really good insight to somebody yeah. who's been in this exact situation. Thanks, Olivia. Yeah, of course. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye.
Bye. Uh, 601-995-1017. I love that she brought up making friends or just having that support system because I do feel like the people who want to be close to home and their family, that's that's the draw there is knowing somebody's got my back mm-hmm. no matter what. So having a game plan to be like, hey, here's how we can make some new friends, some new memories without losing the support of your family back home. Like that kind of would maybe have that safety net there. Uh, Brittany just texted us and said, research the cost of flights and pick somewhere close to an airport in Florida that will have flights back home for visits. So, yeah, just do a little pre-planning, pre-research and set it up so the pitch is an easy one. And Ashley commented on the Facebook saying if she's a beach girl, just make sure you keep hyping that up because she may say, "Okay, yeah, no hesitation. If you've got (laughs) any other advice for moving. Moving Mo, you can text or call us at 601-995-1017 or head over to the Adam and Allison Facebook page and yeah. leave your comment there. Yeah. Adam and Allison on Y101. Have you checked on your phone lately, by the way? Yeah, I have. It's still out of service. I'm mad. Still getting the SOS message. Yeah. Apparently, there's a massive cell phone outage affecting the whole country. I just saw on the Today Show they were talking about it. And it's what, mostly AT&T customers? Yep, but it's also affecting Verizon and T-Mobile. And it's only some customers. Like, we both have AT&T. My phone says SOS. Yours is working fine. I don't know why I'm so unlucky, but I'm I'm mad about it. Like, it stresses me out that my phone doesn't work. I want to know if this is just a coincidence or is Gen Z way more powerful than we ever gave them credit for? What did they do? It was just, I think this week, maybe it was last week, we were talking about how landlines are seeing a resurgence because (laughs) Gen Z thinks it's cute to twirl the cord on their finger while they're talking on the phone. Could Gen Z have all gotten together and knocked out everybody's cell phone to bring back landlines? wow. I mean... Part of me would love it. I don't know that the cell phones are good for us, but I'm realizing how addicted I am to it in this <laughs> moment of not being able to use it. Gen Z, bunch of wizards, <laughs> let me tell you. Don't trust them. All right, now what matters to the Metro? The parents of Gabby Petito settled a lawsuit yesterday. They filed the lawsuit against the parents of Brian Landry. If you remember this story from a couple years ago, they were on this big van trip, Gabby and Brian. Gabby ends up dying, murdered by her boyfriend Brian who later killed himself. Now the parents got sued because apparently they knew that Brian had killed Gabby and they did not say anything about it. They ended up getting sued for like emotional distress and everything like that. They settled out of court and the terms of the settlement are confidential but that is all said and done at this point. So Move on from there. Locally, I-55, 20, and 220 could be getting a cleanup from inmates. There's been an agreement between a few different organizations to start having inmates clean up litter on the side of the roads in Jackson. I also saw the mayor say he would like to expand this program to homeless people in the area as well and i've been fairly critical of some of the things the mayor has said in the past but that's one thing that makes perfect sense to me there you go uh and finally jimmy kimmel may be leaving the 
late night TV spear in like two years. He's got two years left on his contract, and he says that he thinks that this is his final contract. He's not going to renew after 20 years with ABC. I think with Jimmy Kimmel being a former radio guy, this is like out of the radio guy contract playbook to say, <laughs> eh, I don't really want to sign again to get more money on your next contract. I think that that might be all he's doing. It'll be interesting to find out. And we'll keep you posted and be right back. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Adam and Allison, Y101 at 822. Heck of a day for all the cell phones to be down because we have a brand new app and you're going to love it once you're able to download it by download it by searching Y101 in the App Store. It's an all new app, completely new features. It's really cool. So there's an open mic feature and I'm really excited about this because maybe you heard Moving Most Story, our DM Dilemma, and you really had some impactful advice and you're like, I want to be able to do this, but you couldn't text, couldn't call because your dang cell phone didn't work. But once you're on Wi-Fi, you can download this new Y101 app. You can use this open mic feature and you can give us all the advice so we can give it to Mo. Yeah. And then there you go. Done. And, and then once you have the app on your phone, like as soon as you wake up in the morning, if you usually don't put the show on until you get in your car and it's like, uh, oh, could use a little more Adam and Allison. You could listen while you're getting ready. I've, I've found if you place your phone in your sink, while you're in the shower, you, the sound is a lot better. That's bad advice because ADD me, I'm going to forget it's in there. I'm going to turn on the sink. I'm going to ruin my phone. Don't do that. Well, I'm just it, A it, cup works wonders. Okay, You there can you put go. it in a cup. That works pretty well. Well, what if you forget the phone's in the cup and you fill it up with water? Well, then what do you that do hasn't it? happened to me. But I, but like, okay, I'm not always looking at my sink to be like, is something in there before I turn it on? I just... Yeah. I, I I have a response. I don't even feel like I need to dignify that though with the response. Like my goodness. I trying to get a helpful my phone. Hand. I would ruin my phone. Well, your phone doesn't work today. Oh, anyway, that's a so good it's point. already ruined. That's why 101, Adam and Allison, Tate McCray. Why 101, Adam and Allison, have you ever had to or know anybody who's had to rename their baby? No. Okay. 601-995-1017 is our phone number. Give us a call if you can relate to this story. There's a 20-year-old woman who welcomed the baby girl into the world last month. She wanted to pay tribute to her grandparents. Her grandparents were named Harvey and Charlotte. Okay. She thought the perfect name for her daughter would be Harlot. Oh, no. She didn't. I didn't, I, I was going to make fun of her, because, but I didn't know what Harlot was either. You've I, never heard Harlot before? Never heard it up. It, it's basically a prostitute is what that word means. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's an older phrase, but like if you've read some of the older books that we had to read in I English haven't. class growing up, you would have seen that word and known that it was a not very nice word. Well, apparently this 20 year old also didn't do her high school reading because she did not know it was not a nice word, named her daughter. Harlot, I think she should probably change it to Charvy. 
Charvy. I think Charvy would be fine. <laughs> and, you know, you're still paying tribute to the uh, grandparents there. But uh, have you ever known somebody with kind of a, a weird name that maybe you didn't know it had a separate meaning whenever they were named or whatever? So I, I had a teacher in school and her mother was torn between the name Lisa and Renee whenever she gave birth. And whenever she, you know, she had the epidural, she was on the drugs, she was feeling good good and they asked you know what do you want to name your baby and in the moment she just was like Risa she combined the two names and so then but they didn't change it they didn't go back and be like no let's make it Renee or let's make it Lisa so she was Risa and she loved telling that story because it was kind of funny that it was such an accident uh the (laughs) couple weeks ago I was talking to my friend and his brother and sister-in-law are are about to have a baby and they picked out a name and they were so excited they announced the name to the family and then i guess a few hours later they left and as soon as they left the dad the grandfather to be says so how long are we going to let them uh just enjoy this name before we tell them that the initials are going to be ass oh no (laughs) they they were going to give their kid the initials of ass which you know you might not want to do no you definitely don't want to do because kids are cruel and that will get out at recess time and it'll be no fun (laughs) so it was apparently devastating to the couple whenever they found out that they couldn't go with that name that they wanted yeah you know the a names are out no ashley's no adams no no allison's none of that nope 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 (laughs) 601-995-1017 have you ever heard of somebody getting on an unfortunate name like Harlot, as tribute to Charlotte and Harvey. <laughs> All they wanted was their namesake to be continued on. And here we are. Give us a call if you have a story. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Adam and Allison on Y101. We were just talking about changing names. If they maybe had a incorrect meaning or different meaning than you thought whenever mm-hmm. you named your baby that. Like this woman who named her kid Harlot. To tribute her grandparents, Charlotte and Harvey. Yikes. Somebody Didn't else, go well. Somebody else is changing their name. Malia Ann. Do you know who that is? No. Malia Ann Obama. Oh, oh, okay. She's dropping the Obama. Who would drop that? Who like I would think that name would get you wherever you wanted to go. Why would you drop it? So she's trying to be like a professional actress, and people are being very critical of her dropping the Obama off of her name but she wants to go by Malia Ann. I I have mixed emotions about this because I think I see where she's coming from. She wants to try to do it on her own. Unfortunately, it's not like somebody like Maddie Healy from the 1975. His mother is very, very famous in England. Um, I think she's like a TV talk host. And he was like, I don't want people to know that I'm related. Like, I want my career to be mine. But that was so much easier because it wasn't like he grew up in the spotlight. Whereas if you grow up as the president's daughter... Like, we all know you. Like, you can't just walk away from that. Um, I think she could do whatever she wants. Yeah, of course. Like, whatever. It, uh, like, I don't, I'm not going to be mad about it. But I also think it is kind of, um, I don't know what the word is. It feels a little bit like she's trying to be like, I built this career for myself. And really, you were born on third and you thought that you hit a triple. Well, 
like, yeah, but I mean, she can't help the fact that her dad was president. Like, right. that was lucky. She's blessed with that. And I can see, like, she doesn't want the attention that somebody like Kendall Jenner gets, where it's like, you're only here because of who your family is and stuff like that. But it's going to be hard to walk away from yeah. that because everyone's going to know. Like, she grew up in the spotlight. People aren't going to forget that she's an Obama. And by the way, I say the same thing about Jenna Heger on the Today Show. Yeah. Like, that's W's daughter. Right. And it's like, okay, you're trying to make it seem like you didn't just have this career because you were the president's daughter. But in all actuality, like, it certainly didn't hurt. And listen, use it to your advantage. Use what you can. Like, we all got to do it. Um, Whoopi Goldberg was kind of clapping back at anybody who was being critical of Malia and Ooh. dropping off Obama. She knows she's an Obama. Why do you care? <laughs> Why do you care what she calls herself? If yeah. she wanted to call herself Jeanette McDonald, <laughs> she has the right to. If I could be Whoopi Goldberg, she could be whoever she wants to be. And I heard somebody else say, leave that child alone. Well, she is 25. <laughs> like, she's well, not a kid. Yeah, but I feel like what people are commenting on is because of her childhood, mm, right? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's Adam and Allison on Y101. We won't change our names. No. Because then we'll have to switch over all the production that says <laughs> Adam and Allison. Have you been thinking a lot about like summer vacations and stuff? No, but I'm going to start. I have for some reason. Maybe it's because the weather's been getting better and I've been sitting out on the porch more and just enjoying the warm weather. But I'm thinking a ton about summertime. It's Adam and Allison on Y101. And I bring that up just to say I found the list of the top beaches in America. If you're thinking a family Uh, beach vacation could be uh, in the cards for you. And I don't want to go through all 10 because I think this list is probably garbage. And I'll explain why I think the list is garbage. But see what you think. Okay. Uh, The first beach, well, there's a bunch of Hawaii beaches. That makes sense. I'm unable to pronounce any of those, but I have a feeling that they're they're all very, very nice. Also, Siesta Beach in Siesta Key, Florida. Mm -hmm. I've heard great things about Siesta Key. I've never been there. Hollywood (laughs) Beach in Hollywood, Florida is also on the list. Uh, Santa Monica State Beach, Santa Monica, California is on the list. And um, let's see, uh, that's pretty much all the big ones that I have known real well. What isn't on the list, which is why I think this list is crap, and maybe I'm biased because I lived in the panhandle of Florida. We both did. That's where we met and started working together. Um, But Panama City Beach, not on the list. Destin, not on the list. And I see so many people here driving around with like Destin bumper stickers on their car, and they say that those are the world's most beautiful beaches. They do. It is a very beautiful beach. It is. Um, I will say those beaches beat every single California beach I've ever been to. Really? Why? Simply for the sand. Because it, the Florida Panhandle beaches, you get that white sand that just, it's so soft. Yeah. It doesn't hurt your feet. Now, it does make a funny little noise walking on it. I do hate the noise. But <laughs> I'd rather the noise than like, ouch, ouch, ouch. Um, And all of the California beaches that I've been to, they're like, they're rocky. It's uh-huh. not the best sand. Also, the water is so much calmer in the Florida Panhandle because you're there in the Gulf. So the big waves aren't coming to get you as much. So not only do you have the clear, clear, clear water, the beautiful white sand, 
fans, but you also don't get as many waves. I don't know how you could top that. Like, I've been to beaches at some of these other places, and they definitely do not top that area of Florida. Ocean City, Maryland is number 10 on this list. And the Panhandle beaches that we were just talking about, not in the top 10 whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, you might as well put Galveston on this list. Like, that beach is garbage. Don't go there. (laughs) Actually, while we're at it, add the res. There's got to be a nice beach on the res that's just as good as Ocean City, Maryland. Adam and Allison on Y101. Adam and Allison on Y101. We've got a brand new app. So once your phone is reconnected to Wi-Fi, if you've been dealing with the outage today, uh, download the the new Y101 app. Just search Y101 in your app store. It does something really cool. You can sign up for song alerts. So like if your favorite song right now is Ariana Grande, yes and. You could get an alert, a notification (laughs) on the app to say, hey, that song's about to play. That is really fun. I thought so, too. So then whenever we play it, like, you don't turn it on, like, in the middle of your favorite song. Yeah. Is there anything worse than that, turning on the radio and it being right in the middle of your song? It's better than missing it. Well, yeah. But still, like, <laughs> ah. Y101. Search Y101 in the App Store and download the all-new Y101 app. Adam and Allison, Y101. We now know, and I know we've all been wondering. How much did Travis Kelsey spend on Valentine's Day for Taylor Swift? Whoa, I hadn't thought of that once. <laughs> you hadn't? <laughs> no. Oh, I was losing sleep over, tossing and turning, <laughs> wondering what Travis Kelsey could have possibly bought for Taylor Swift for Valentine's Day. And we finally have the answer. Oh, I good. can rest easy tonight because I will know the price tag of Valentine's Day if your name is uh, Mr. Taylor Swift. I'll tell you next on Y101. Adam and Allison, Y101. I know we've all been just wondering and losing sleep over the fact, like, did Taylor Swift get enough Valentine's Day gifts from Travis Kelsey? (laughs) Is $16,000 worth of gifts enough gifts from Travis Kelsey? That's what it says he spent. I don't know who put this list together. Yeah, how do they know? I don't know. Is he showing his credit card receipts to people? Like, what's going on? Apparently, he dropped seven grand on roses. Ew. Roses. Well, but he did have to top because remember whenever she released 1989, Harry Styles, her former, sent a hundred or a thousand nine hundred and eighty-nine roses to commemorate. So he had to top that. Oh wow. He had to top that. You think Travis is losing sleep over making sure he could top Harry Styles? I'm sure he is. He's, Actually, he's in probably that. with the, her new album being all about the exes. I'm sure he's very aware of her exes right. Right now he got a over one thousand dollar black leather dior beret did i pronounce all that right i think so but i i don't that's a weird purchase uh, <laughs> a fifty one hundred dollar emerald green bottega veneta medium and dinanio bag <laughs> Just pronounce all the stuff. What else did he get her? Uh, an $1,100 wide brim straw. $1,100 straw hat. <laughs> did you see, is he a designer? Like, is there any designer? Celine Trio. Mf- okay. <laughs> is yeah, that those, how you pronounce that? No. <laughs> it's not Trio. Mf- <laughs> T-R-I-O-M-P-H-E. I would think that that would have to be Trio. Mf- <laughs> 
Well, how would you say it? Do you know? No, but it's so funny listening to you try to pronounce these. The last, the uh, last thing Travis Kelsey got for Taylor Swift was a thirteen hundred dollar Hermes scarf. So there you go. It's not Hermes. It's not. No. It should be. Uh, all right. Cash in a flash. The recap is next. So you're ready to go and win two hundred dollars tomorrow morning on Cash in a Flashback Friday. It's Y one oh one. Adam and Allison on Y101. We've got a brand new app that if you still have cell phone service on your phone, which are you still uh, SOS on the cell phone I service? I am still SOS, SOL. Well, whenever you do get either connected to Wi-Fi or they fix their stuff out there in the stratosphere, whatever they need to do to fix cell phone service for everybody, download this brand new app. Just search Y101 in the App Store. You can stream the show live. You can request songs you can even talk back to us using the open mic feature i'm very excited about this because if you maybe you're out of cell phone service today and there's something you heard that you so badly wanted to send a comment about now you can as soon as you get on wi-fi download the app open the open mic feature and let us know what you were thinking i would really like to see the y101 app become more popular than tiktok today in the metro that's my goal that would be a good goal but first people need service um did you by the way (laughs) see that billy eilish was kind of calling out speaking of tiktok tiktok stars no i'll tell you about this coming up in a second two songs away from what billy eilish had to say about tiktok stars next hang on 941 on y101 did you see that billy eilish was dissing uh tiktok stars no. Yes, she was apparently irritated that there were so many TikTok famous people at the People's Choice Awards over the weekend and was kind of caught on camera, like, talking badly about them. That's hilarious. So this dude, who I guess is a TikTok star himself, Bryce Hall, was very disappointed in Billie Eilish because he described himself as a Billie Eilish stan, but now he doesn't feel like he can stan her anymore. Well, I'll stan her in, <laughs> in his place. <laughs> Um, he was kind of making the point like they were invited by the People's Choice Awards to be there. It wasn't like they just showed up uninvited. Like her issue would be with the People's Choice Awards if it should be with anybody. But I do understand her frustration regardless of who invited who or what happened. I think there are a lot of, we see it in this industry, there are a lot of companies who feel like because TikTok has so much prevalence and so much weight right now that they're like, ooh, how do we get a TikTok star involved? Like, that would be so good. And it's like, yeah, but then you hear stories about once they finally do get the TikTok stars, it's like they had one viral video. No one really cares who they are or what they are. They don't bring anything to the table. And it just causes a lot of frustration. Like, it's like, I'm not opposed to it, but you still have to work hard to make it anywhere else outside of TikTok. So I kind of had a similar thought whenever I saw this story. And I get kind of, I don't want to say irritated, but like podcasts and podcasts are so big. We have a full show podcast for you to listen to us if you miss anything. But it was, it's like, you know, people compared like radio shows to podcasts and it's like, well, I mean, radio shows were the original podcasts. Like before podcasts were a thing, it was radio shows and 
then people started doing podcasts and they had like no rules to follow. Mm-hmm. Like if you're on the radio, you have a set of rules to follow. You got to do this and this. You got to. It's completely different. But it's like people. I don't know. I feel like sometimes radio gets overshadowed by podcasts. I don't know. I I do like that, though, because it feels like an evolution. And I do feel like, you know, radio people can do podcasts because they have all the skills. But just like you said, there are so many rules with radio that podcasters can't do radio. Like, it takes a little bit more work, a little bit more training mm-hmm. to make that jump than, you know, doing radio and then transferring. So I guess, like, maybe if TikTok stars could just realize that the struggle that Billie Eilish was under before, like, TikTok. TikTok was the biggest thing in the world. Maybe uh, show a little appreciation for all her hard work. I don't know that Billie Eilish really had to struggle. I think she had big brother Phineas help her go big, and oh. she was big by the time she was 17. Why 101, Adam and Allison. <laughs> Adam and Allison, Why 101, 950. We're done for the day. We will be back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. What you got planned for the rest of your day? <sighs> I'm bummed. I'm bummed that I chose to give up alcohol for Lynn because it's margarita day and Mm -hmm. Chili's has the $5 margaritas and I want one so bad. Yeah, I think I'll be celebrating that day today. Why not? Yeah, I want want to. Maybe I'll make it sans tequila and just try to trick myself that it tastes the same. Yeah, it'll be. I mean, limeade is good. Yeah. (laughs) It's good. It's a good (laughs) beverage. They make it. Um, But I hope you have a great rest of your day. Make sure you study up if you missed any cash in a flashes from this week on the Out of an Allison podcast. Get that at Y101.com or by texting POD, P-O-D, to 601-995-1017. You'll get a link. You can also just find the Out of an Allison podcast and subscribe to it wherever you get podcasts. Absolutely. We will talk to you tomorrow morning. Have a great rest of your Thursday. What?